0: Happy Holidays! It's Nancy Sims and...
1: Christian Shamir.
0: ...back for our final podcast of 2024.
1: I mean, 2023. You're
0: skipping us already. I'm just moving moving us into next year already. So uh, we're back, and the first thing we want to talk about are the city of Houston elections. What if they held an election and no one came? Honestly, Christian... The turnout, we complained after the November election, and turnout dropped 11% from November to December. So we had a really low voter turnout that picked our next mayor and city council leaders.
1: Honestly, Nancy, I think there was just a lot of voting fatigue. Just People were already just not filling in the beginning we could see the numbers in the then the first election but the runoff was just even worse and what we could see happening was, I, I asked a lot of people i was like did y'all know we have election this saturday like on a saturday and a lot of people don't expect elections during the weekend so that also threw a lot of people off but yeah the turnout was horrible we got a new mayor coming in the office and some new city council members so i'm excited to see what type of policies they enact, and hopefully it's for the betterment of the city and everyone overall.
0: Right. So we have mayor-elect John Whitmire mm-hmm. and six new city council members. Hey, a big leap that happened in these elections was that uh, we've gone from one Latino council member to 3 mm-hmm. So that's a really big change. Now you've got three Latino council members, which we haven't had in a long time. That It has happened before, but it's been many, many years. So uh, that was a, probably one of the more significant notes of the day. But we go from Senator now to Mayor Whitmire. And hey, Christian, <laughs> turnout was abominable, but folks, we're very sad to tell you that there's another election right behind it.
1: <laughs> March 5th, 2024. Mark it on your calendars. Please come out to this one.
0: So March 5th is the date for the Republican and Democratic primary campaigns in Texas elections. And the issue there is that in Texas, because of redistricting, these primary elections are the main, really they're the main election election for choosing who might lead you in Congress and the state legislature. So, hey, our losing mayoral candidate.
1: Sheila, <laughs> Sheila Jackson. It looked like she then uh, sneakily applied for she Congress did. again.
0: She, because of the way the filing deadline fa- fell on timing, she had to file immediately after losing on Saturday. She had to turn around and file if she wants to keep her congressional seat, so she did, and you know Amanda Edwards is a, a young African American woman, former city council member,
1: very highly educated as well as Sheila Jackson Lee,
0: super smart, both of them, and uh, but the, but they present a contrast. Of something that you and I have yeah. enjoyed talking about all year—the
1: the young and the
0: older—which
1: <laughs> I mean I don't have a problem with. Like I said, I love you know uh, a mix of you know the older generation with the new generation. We get a, a lot of experience from the older generation with politics, but you know it's good to have you know diversity. Like we've been talking about, you know, you get a mix of the old school Democrats, new school Democrats, and. It's, it can make wonderful things happen. And even we were talking about how there's a lot of conservative Democrats who are running and not-so-conservative liberal Democrats. So, you know, it's good to see faces in all different walks of life, especially, you know, with the new city council members coming in. So, you know, that's a lot of more representation for the communities in Houston because we are a very diverse city, and there's not that many cities like us in, in the country, so... It's just good to see.
0: Well, I think think this Congressional District 18 race will be something that you and I are focusing on after the first of the year very closely, as well as in Harris County, the race for district attorney on the Democratic side uh, will be a very heated race. So those are things for us to look forward to in 24. But while we're talking about that, we're talking about these primary races, you know, that fourth special session ended um, with a subject, once again, we've been talking about all year.
1: The vouchers. You know, I know uh, Avid and, was it Paxson still? Right. Avid and Paxson, they're, you know, they've been trying to get their little buddies together and work on getting Mm -hmm. that fixed. But, I mean, like, like me and you've been talking about, there's just a lot of just separation in the Republican Party in Texas. And it's just hard for them to come together. I feel like they're kinda of just wasting their time with, with this with the vouchers. And I don't know what's gonna happen going forward. I don't know what type of legislation's gonna get passed. I don't know what type of work's gonna get done, but I'm just looking forward to the upcoming uh primary election. So we'll see what goes well, on.
0: Well, and I think what's significant here is Governor Abbott figured out he could not get his voucher bill passed. Yeah. With the current members of the legislature. So what he's done is he's gone out and recruited primary opponents for some of these people who voted against his school voucher plan. So the Republican primaries in other parts of the state are going to be very heated. And meanwhile, uh, Attorney General Paxton (laughs) is recruited primary opponents for people who voted to impeach him so it is going to be a fascinating it's 24 be a
1: very interesting 24 and the results of this uh these elections could result in you know ever-changing policies and then texas as a whole
0: this is something we'll you know we'll be talking more about again after the first of the year and meanwhile, up in Congress, Christian. First thing you asked uh, when you came in today was, "Hey, what about that aid Ukraine?" Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, the 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 aid. You know, the aid situation with the Zelensky. You know, he's in the news. They see. You know, he looked very upset. You know, there's just been a lot of things going on with that. You know, we got the the Israel and Hamas conflict and the ukraine conflict all this going on at once and you know there's a lot of money being spent and i just think that you know right now it's a it's a very tough position right now for everyone especially you know americans as a whole because you know we got our situations and you know the problem that arise was you know they wanted more money for what the border situation you were talking about the border yeah border security and you know i just think it's just it's just very hard financially to just keep giving aid. And, you know, even, you know, the Senate or, the, you know, the Senate will pass it and the House won't vote. It's just been back and forth issues with that. And I just think, you know, the politicians are getting very flustered over there in Washington.
0: Flustered making voters frustrated, yes. which brings our our point that we set out to do this year was talk about people's interest in voting and participating in what is a representative democracy. And of course we we failed with the yeah. city elections. Um, you know, just a terrible low voter turnout. Now, I suspect Christian, that the presidential race in 24 will spur a lot more interest. But again, these primary races are really, really important. And I don't anticipate them generating a large turnout.
1: Oh, no, most definitely not. I don't think so either.
0: But in Texas, if you want to have an influence, you need to consider voting in a primary race. So we'll continue to talk about that as we head into the new year. Uh, We'll have new city leadership to, to follow and to watch what they do. Uh, we'll have the Democratic and Republican primaries across the state. And, of course, the there are presidential primaries going on yeah. as well. <laughs> and we'll continue to watch the ever crazier antics of the U.S. Congress. Oh, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just think, uh, Nancy, I truly think that, you know, voters are, you know, they're just getting upset because, you know, they see all these things happening, these things being talked about. And I just think like the the economic pressures that are going on right now, you know, the housing crisis we talked about, you know, the the price gouging of, you know, groceries, even from like 2020, you know, uh, hospital bills, medication. We we're talking about how people were rationing their insulin. All these things that have been happening, you know, people are, you know, they're trying to to survive and everyone's just been in survival mode since COVID. And it's just crazy to see, you know, I think a lot of people just been upset with the politicians because they're like, you know, why are we giving aid and help these other countries? We're suffering here. And I just think that's where this huge voting fatigue is coming from. And it's just upsetting a lot of voters. And they're like, you know, why should I vote if. The money, even though my taxpayer dollars are going to go for a cause that, you know, has nothing to do with me. So I just think it's it's upsetting a lot of people.
0: You know, I'm hoping, Christian, that we'll see at least 50% voter turnout in the presidential election. But we have to remember that, you know, president is very, very important and, uh, And we'll be watching that closely in 2024. Christian, I'll be talking about uh, the presidential campaign all the way through. So you can have that to look forward to. Let us just say thank you.
1: Thank you guys so much for tuning into our podcast this year.
0: Yeah, we launched it and uh, we've had personally a great time doing it. But most of all, we appreciate all of you that have listened and joined us. And shared words of encouragement. It's been a learning experience for us.
1: It really has been, you know. Just you know, when I went in this, when I went to this opportunity with Nancy, you know, I was a little skeptical because, like, you know, do they really want to hear from this this young black dude? You know, <laughs> Or this older? You know, are this
0: old white woman? <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: I I was really skeptical, but you know, I think it's interesting to see different points of view. You know, me and Nancy. You know, we have our our differences. Me and Nancy get along on a lot of things, but we do have our opinions on things. We get along well, and I think it's good to have a mix. Like I said, it's good to have a mix of the old, the new, and, you know, the changing. So, you know, we both put our minds together and come up with interesting things to talk about, and I think that's great.
0: And more importantly, we hope we inspire you to be interested in your governing systems, whether they be um, down the street yep. from the white from the White House to the courthouse, as mm-hmm. the old saying goes, uh, and we'll be watching all of that in 2024. But we thank you so much for supporting us this year and joining us. And we want we want to wish everyone a happy happy, ho- happy, happy Year. happy
1: holidays, <laughs> happy Kwanzaa,
0: <laughs> merry Christmas, yeah. happy Hanukkah, yeah, everything. <laughs> All the holidays. We love them all. So uh, and then we, you know, we remind you when you're making your New Year's resolutions to remember to listen for our podcast next year. But most importantly, it's a presidential election year and we ask you to just resolve to pay attention. That's what we really want more than
1: anything. And do not default on democracy, like we always say next time you know we always say it, you hit a you hit a pothole you hit one of them, them crazy curbs <laughs> in houston you know don't be mad at joe biden like i said go be <laughs> mad at your local officials your trash not getting taken out the your, your gutters <laughs> are flooding
0: yeah so from default of democracy 2023 thank you all so much